Milwaukee's group chat. Stop everything you're doing and grab a pen and notepad because MKE in the morning is about to take you to school. Class. Financial Literacy School. Excuse me, class. Financial Literacy Month on MKE in the morning is sponsored by Educators Credit Union. Achieving more together. y'all we are back it's hour three on mke in the morning coming at you live from the american family insurance studio here at radio city we're being joined by brett nielsen from educators credit union good morning brett how you doing today good morning i'm doing great thank you so much appreciate you having me we're so happy you're here you're the business relationship director at educators indeed what does that entail so as the business relationship director i'm really just in charge of Uh, taking care of all of our partner providers. So everyone who partners with the credit union, um, you know, places like um, Milwaukee Public Schools, Racine Public Schools, um, Kenosha, um, Aurora. So that's awesome. You bet. Good for you. So how long have you been in finance? I have been at Educators let's see, it'll be 29 years this July. Wow. Long time. July? So you were you were born into the educators credit union system. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks for the compliment. Can I tell you something? You bet. I turned twenty nine in June. So you've been grinding. I have been there for a hot minute. You're the pro. You're the guy. Well, you're the guy. (laughs) Well, I I, again, I appreciate it. No, thank you. Thank you for being here today, and appreciate Educators Credit Union for the whole month long. You guys have been here for our Financial Literacy Month, imparting the wisdom that so often feels like we miss when it's the crucial time to receive the wisdom. Which wisdom can be received at any time, but you know, you you usually attribute learning and getting to know what you got to do at a young age, because then when you're grown, you just know it, right? Quote unquote, you just know it. Those things, those things, just false. You bet. You bet. Yeah, a lot of it is learned learned behaviors. Mm-hmm. You learn things from your parents. You learn things from uh, friends, family. Um, you know, what, what we always kind of encourage, have that financial mentor, someone that really guides you towards that uh, right path. Get a relationship. You yeah. should have a relationship with your financial institution, whether things are going great or things are could improve. You always want to have that relationship. So you mean I shouldn't be uncomfortable with the people that know my money and have my money? You betcha. You betcha. You should have. a crazy concept. I feel like they're judging me, though. I feel like any time that I have had any type of awkward, like, oh, I just don't want to talk about it moments, I feel like they're going to judge me. Yeah, I know. I almost went negative. Dang, don't look at me like that. And like, I almost look at financial (laughs) institutions sometimes, and I'm trying to grow out of this, is like going to the doctor, going to the dentist, where like, you know, you need to do it. Um, even though sometimes you may not want to do it, it's mm. important for them to know what's always going on because they, they're more there to help you. Well, they're not there to hurt you at all, really, I hope. But you know what I mean? Like it, They're more there for your uh, benefit. And I think more often than not, there's that fear or that like taboo feeling, and I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know if it's you know a, a black culture thing. I don't know if it's just like a human and just basic societal thing. I'm not sure. I'm curious what's been your experience with that. I think a lot of people are just, they're afraid to know the truth. They don't want to know, sure. you know, you oh, face, I know that's right. you're going to, you're going to run from your fears. And, and what's your biggest fear? You're, you're a fear of failure. 
And in so the fear I, of the unknown, too. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> absolutely. And and by not knowing doesn't make the problem go away. Right. I mean, right. so I think, you know, communication and and just knowing where you're at in a in a good safe zone where someone's not going to take advantage of you. Um, who's really there to help you, and that's and that's truly what we believe in at Educators. Absolutely. We're talking with Brett Nielsen. He's a business relationship director at Educators Credit Union, and it is Financial Literacy Month. Every Wednesday this month, we've been having some really informative conversations and some entertaining conversations with Brett um, and others from Educators, and we just really appreciate you taking the time to come in here and talk to us. And today we're going to be talking about loans specifically. So let's just go ahead and get into it. What is a good loan versus a bad loan? So uh, that's a great question. You know, good loans are loans that are the 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 loans that you need, right? I mean, you need car loans, you need student loans, um, mortgage loans. Uh, are cred- personal loans considered good? Personal loans can be good. Okay, depends on um, what they're used. Depends on what they're used for. Correct, right. you bet. Um, you know, I think uh, the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of a bad loan is payday loans. Payday loans is a is a rut where people just get stuck in that cycle of always borrowing from that for the from that future money, and those are historically just the the worst loans. Can they you have, describe a payday loan specifically, please? Sure, absolutely. So payday loans. Um, hopefully, hopefully, listeners are are not stuck in that rut. But those are ones where you're you're going to a um, payday loan store, if you will, hundreds of percent of the interest rate. You know, the interest rate that you're charged, and uh, they just get stuck in this rut, paying you know paying a, a, an outrageous fee, and um, it's it's something that just you know, you can almost never get out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, 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 we know. Check and go. It is a Capital payday. loans. I'm not trying to put no you. I know you're not trying to put nobody's name out exactly. there. But we've been there personally out of necessity. You know, you hit tough times and you're like, we ain't going to make it. Got to do something. You just got to be careful with that kind of stuff is what you're saying. You're not saying no. You're right. just saying be very, very mindful of things like this because it could hurt. The percentage rates on these are incredible. Yeah, you borrow a thousand, but you end up paying four. Oh yeah, yeah. So is you a bet. do they call it payday loans because you pay it every payday? Like, forgive my ignorance. Okay, that's basically. I mean, why. I just want to understand why they call it payday loans. You bet. Okay. Yeah, that that's really what it is. You're it's living your... paycheck to paycheck, trying to pay off this loan. Correct. Okay, I understand. So that's the thing, though, I, Brett. Like, let's be honest. Like DZ just said, some people do it in an act of desperation. So what's the alternative? You know, I think the alternative is really, you know, budgeting, you know, living below your means, budgeting, um, you know, oftentimes, and and I've seen this with some educators members where um, they could live with with their paycheck that they're receiving, but at once, sometime or another, they borrowed from that future check. And now they can't get they can't get out of that rut because they're just continually the don't stop. No, and they're just continually just you know borrowing from that yep. next piece. They could live with the whatever dollar amount that is, um, but they're borrowing that from that future piece, which is 
and then they can't get they can't break that cycle. And so every time they get paid, they're back into borrowing from uh, their next paycheck. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay. What's a uh, borrowing from Paul to pay Peter? That. Absolutely. Okay, that, got that, you. that right there. You you borrowing from one from one loan to give to the next loan, and then you try to keep that money revolving, and you end up in a deeper hole than what you thought you were in because now you're in in a more financial hole than when it was just a surface problem. Let's you call it. You bet. And that's what a lot of, I mean, like really big names have gotten themselves into trouble over is borrowing money from Paul. Shout out to my dog, Paul. I have a dog named Paul um, to pay Peter. You know, I, I've certainly heard of things like that. And I'm talking on a grand scale, like millions of dollars. So even to experience it on a smaller scale, that is very scary. And again, I, I understand how people can feel that like desperation where you like literally need to claw, like claw yourself out of that hole that you've dug. Um, okay. These PPP loans. Right. So speaking of, <laughs> you know? what are bad loans? I know you kind of started going into it, but what are loans that you wouldn't recommend people take out? You know, it's really, it's probably the high interest rate loans. Those are, those are what really get people uh, in a financial rut is the high interest rate, whether it's high interest rate credit cards. Um, uh, you know, those those are the kind of things that people have a hard time getting out of. You know, really separating those needs from those wants. Uh, oftentimes people just, uh, they, they get approached and they say, hey, do you want to sign up for this credit card or that credit card? Uh, you know, when you're shopping, you get all kinds of offers. Um, uh, you know, taking taking those, those credit cards can be very uh, detrimental to your financial situation for sure. Because a credit card is exactly that alone. You just you think it's a it's a piece of plastic, a card in my pocket that has money for me. No, it's not technically your money, and the interest rate between that that can be a difference between what paying a low percentage and a high percentage, which means paying an, an appropriate amount of money for what you borrowed versus paying an incredible amount of money that's off balance. You know, it, it, as sure. far as like the spectrum of you're realistically not going to be able to pay this off. But here, we'll let you borrow it. Yep. How do companies do that? Why do companies do that? It's very profitable for them. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's, mm. it, that high interest rate, it's, uh, you know, that's why you see so many of those uh, payday loan stores and that sort of thing is, you know, they're, they're preying on people's ignorance and they're preying on people's lack of understanding. And, it, and it's very profitable. Uh, it's very profitable to those uh, to those companies. The capitalistic tendencies, for sure. You know the the difference between what uh, a credit union has in mind and as far as their care and attention to the person. You know, you guys are for the individual. Um, and you know, being an educator's credit union, my wife is a teacher, so uh, it, it's something that's that's important to her. And put investing her own money into you know her school, into her students, into her career. That's only the tip of the iceberg as far as like some things that you guys can help with. Her having a credit card to put her school supplies on for the things that the school won't supply. You know, things like that. That's like having a proper interest rate. Those little nuggets of knowledge that shopping around, you don't have to go with the first credit card that approves you or you don't have to take out the loan. Sometimes it's just moving a little bit of money around. Um, but then finding out what those percentage rates are, right? Correct. So, correct me you if bet. I'm wrong. An average percentage, and I'm I'm fresh to this. You guys, yourself, which I should say who yourself is. We're talking to the business relationship director of Educators Credit Union, Brett Nielsen. We've been speaking to you. Um, we've spoken to Victor Frazier as well. You guys have enlightened us, or enlightened me, I should say, 
to kind of get active in, in the informing myself and get, you know, seeking the information. An average percentage rate is between like three and 30 percent, depending on what you're going for. I would say that's a good rate. Yeah, that's a good, good ratio. Range. Yep. What would you say is a, the best interest rate for a vehicle and then for a home, you know, loan or mortgage? Well, mortgage rates right now are, are very volatile. So uh, mortgage rates, even just a matter of uh, six to eight months ago, were in the twos. And now the 30-year mortgage rate is like around 5% mm. or, or above. So uh, on the mortgage side, that's really gone up. Um, but on the car side, I would say that an average, um, the national rate actually on the, on the car loan side, I think is about 35 and uh, at the credit union, I know we have um, our our uh, we're at one point seven actually, Ooh. so really good rate. Talk yeah, about got... refinance today. Can Absolutely. You, just in case people don't understand, because you know, again, I don't want to sound ignorant, but um, when I ask like really specific questions, like for example, why it's called a payday loan, I think more often than not, people like. Honestly, they don't understand what all of this means. So, like, even you saying 1.7 versus 3.5 or whatever it was, the numbers that you said, what sure. does that mean? Like, can you really break it down? So, the, high, the really, the, the simplest way that I can put it is the higher the rate, the, the higher your payment is going to be. Right. And the more interest you're going to pay back. So, it's to your best interest, obviously, to get the lowest rate possible. Right. And, uh, and, and the shortest term rate, like okay, and the shortest term. Okay, so you know if you can afford to go with the, say you're looking at a car loan, um, sure we can go seven years, but you know is it to your best interest to go with a shorter term? Right. Yes. You're paying less. Yeah, absolutely. In the long run. Yep. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Well, less and to I, pay back. I think that more often than not, Brett, so many people learn this stuff after the fact, once it's too late, once they're in the weeds and it's like, shoot, now I got to find my way to whack myself out of here. You know what I mean? And it's so tough because obviously then you have to start trying to consolidate your loans, but there's still something to pay back even there. And speaking of, I do want to talk to you about loan consolidation. Sure. So if you have any questions, make sure you hit us up. Brett Nielsen is joining us. Very excited to have him here. He is the business relations director at Educators Credit Union, and it is Financial Literacy Month here with educators. And we're talking loans today. If you have any questions, I want to talk about consolidating credit cards or debt. But if you have any other specific loan or loan questions or just financial questions in general, let us know. You can hit us up at 833-212-1017. Don't touch that dial. MKE in the morning. We'll be right back on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. This is MKE in the Morning on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Milwaukee's group chat. Stop everything you're doing and grab a pen and notepad because MKE in the Morning is about to take you to school. Class. Financial Literacy School. Excuse me, class. Financial Literacy Month on MKE in the Morning is sponsored by Educators Credit Union. Achieving more together. What's up, y'all? We are back. 
We're being joined by Brett Nielsen from Educators Credit Union, and he's just geeking out on how crazy DZ is. So <laughs> DZ is literally as crazy as he sounds. Sounds about right. Oh, <laughs> wait, well, who's right. a deep voice? Who's a Batman voice? I'm Vengeance. I see. That's what happens when you watch a three-hour movie. Two hours and 56 minutes, and you expect me not to come in here and go, I'm Vengeance. <laughs> Did you just go watch a three-hour movie during the break? Yeah, you just watch it fast-forwarded. <laughs> I can't. You just watch it times five. Oh, my gosh. We are being joined by Brett Nielsen. He is the Business Relations Director at Educators Credit Union. Time is money. Time is and money. And I ain't got nothing on credit. I get it. No, I get it. I need to loan, though. Anybody got some time to loan me? We may not have time to loan you, but we may have time to talk about how you can consolidate your loans. Brett, why don't you talk to us a little bit about loan consolidation? You know, I, I guess essentially like how it works and really, I, I don't know, like what's the best way to refinance any loans or debt that you may have? How it works and what's the best way to go about it? So, you know, re- refinancing is, is certainly an option. Um, but a lot of people come to us and they say, well, you know, I want to get out of this credit card debt. I want to consolidate. Um, sometimes consolidating your loans makes sense. Um, where it makes sense is if you're not going to charge it back up. If you're going to charge your credit cards back up, then it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, Wasting your time. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, really being on that budget, getting on a game plan, um, and and sometimes again, it's it's you know consolidating those cards down into one loan, uh, be it a personal loan or um, if we can use collateral, that's going to be the best interest rate for for you. Yeah. Um, you know, so so sometimes actually people have equity in their car. You might come to us and say, well, hey, you know, I have. Uh, $10,000 worth of credit card debt on these three or four or five different cards. But when we start to dive into it, we realize, oh, well, your car loan is paid off. Oh, yeah, I worked very hard to get that car loan paid off. Okay, well, maybe we could, maybe there's an opportunity we could use the equity in that car and get a much better interest rate. As we just said, you know, we have interest rate on our car loan is 1.7 starting at. So, um, versus a, a personal loan is going to be much higher than that. You know, your personal loans are around somewhere in the 10% range. Oh, I would have um, guessed higher. So, you know, the, it, makes, it makes sense sometimes to use those uh, collateral pieces that you have to consolidate those cards. And sometimes, actually, um, for some people, that, that's not an option. Right? Yeah. What, if, what if that's not an option? Well, then what you should do is chip away at those um, those higher interest rate cards first and then moving on to the next. So they always say pay off the highest rate card first and then move on to your next and so on and so forth until that debt is paid off. And that's if you're not consolidating. If consolidating does not make logical sense for you. Or it doesn't work for you. Maybe right. your credit... Uh, you, can't, your, you can't consolidate. Maybe your score is not there. Maybe you're... Uh, yeah, maybe it's an income thing. So, you know, a lot of us are unfamiliar with debt consolidation or consolidation in general. Sure. Where would you go to start? How would you start just to even find out or if you, you know, to know whether you can consolidate debt? And then when you do know whether you can or can't say you can, what are the first steps to consolidating debt? I think first steps is knowing knowing where you're at, knowing where your credit score is at. 
are you able to take out that loan? Is is um, have you have you been to the educators? Right? Have, right. You, have you come in and checked out your score? Did you talk to us yet? Have you talked to us yet? <laughs> uh, so we're certainly going to advise you. We'll sit down. We'll take as much time as you know, as much time as you'd like, and uh, we'd love to get a game plan together. Uh, to you know, put you in a better financial uh, situation. Absolutely. Yeah. So we do have a question from one of our listeners, Kamisha. Sure. And if you have any questions for Brett, hit us up, 833-212-1017. It's Financial Literacy Month with Educators Credit Union, and they are certainly educating us on all things financial literacy. But Kamisha wants to know, with Biden pushing student loan payments, the interest rate is at 0%. Should I start making payments or should I hold out and benefit from the deferment? That's a good question. That is a great question. I think, um, you know, it's always going to be to your best interest to pay as much, pay as often as you can. You know, I I think especially in your younger years, uh, you know, have that second job, third job, side hustle. Pay on those student loans like you hate those things, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's what you definitely want to do is make them go away. Yes. Right. You don't want to be 30 years old, 40 years old, you know, 50 years old, still dragging those student loans and that that student loan debt, um, because it's going to it's going to make some things unattainable for you. So you're not going to be able to afford the house that you want, the the car you really wanted, et cetera. Um, because you have all of those student loans. So if you're getting a, a, a low interest rate, say a 0% or what have you, definitely pay as much as you can on that student loan debt. So, and I'm going to be honest, I don't fully understand what's going on with that. Let's say Kamisha pays it down, but then Biden suddenly cancels all student loans. What happens now during this waiting period, if you will, does she just not get that money back? Because I think that's part of her concern, and that's where I have questions where it's like, okay, so what about for those of us, because I do, and I'm I'm almost done, but I still have some debt from student loans, and I'm not going to lie to you. I did. I was one of those people where I was just like, I'll worry about it later, and I wish that I hadn't. It was so stupid of me to think that way. Now, it is what it is. You know, that's me being 21, 22 years old and feeling like I have all the time in the world, Um So, you know, I'm still chipping away at that. But let's say I were to decide, okay, it's a zero percent interest rate. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm just going to pay it off. What if he then cancels it? Do I not get that money back? That's a that's a good one. You know, and that is the that's the unknown. Right. So. Yeah. So you take the risk. You know, student loan Mm. debt is student loan debt is one point seven five trillion dollars. So. <coughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just choked on that number. One point seven five trillion dollars. That's a lot. So the likelihood that that's going to just be wiped away is going to be a ton of money. Yeah, um, a lot. You bet. So then, okay, where do you put yourself, or what what advice would you give somebody, like you know, maybe somebody in the room that would go, you know what, I'm just gonna hold out. I really, I'm just wait. I'm a, I'm a let, I'm a let it get canceled, or then figure it out when it doesn't. Right. Well, you do have a. There should be a balance. There should be a balance of, you know, what you can afford. Um, so, you know, paying on that debt. Certainly, you want to be on time. You know, so that it's not wrecking your credit. Um, and and if you're at a point in your life where you're not making the income uh, that you know that you thought you were going to make. 
well, then maybe you can only make just the, the minimum payments on your student loans. Um, or if it's deferred and, and you need it to be deferred, well, then that's that's the situation you're in. So you have to go – everybody's going to have different yeah. situations. Yeah. Um, but, you know, planning for the future, you know, I think that you should plan that the debt is going to be there rather than hoping that it will get, uh, you know, wiped away. Dang. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I'll listen. I mean, I'll tell them to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Brett, is there anything else that we should know before we let you go regarding loans? Like, is there anything that, you know, maybe we haven't touched on that would be good for our listeners to know about? Um, Such as, are there any common mistakes that people make when trying to get a new car loan or, you know, when trying to fix their credit? You know, know, what are some issues when it comes to trying to fix your credit or how long does it take? That's a good one. You know, when... When you talk about common mistakes, even even in getting a car loan, I think in allowing yourself to be at the mercy of the dealership is probably a, a, a big mistake that a lot mm. of people make. So they don't go to their financial institution. They don't come to educators first. They don't know where their credit is at. And they think, just, just go to the dealership and they'll take care of me. Right. And They uh, got the best deals. The dealership's going to take care of the dealership. The dealership yeah. is going to take care of the dealership. You bet. And, and so they're, you know, they've, been waiting for, they've been waiting for you to hit the lot. So mm-hmm. as soon as you hit the lot, boom, it's, they're, they're on it. And they're going to get you slammed into the highest rate they can that makes them the most amount of money. Right. And, and I think going in, getting pre-approved first – at your financial institution, at educators, mm-hmm. come in and get pre-approved first. Get that know piece where, of paper to take to the dealership. Know where your you know rate is going to be before you get the car, and know it, a, a range what's going to fit in your budget. Right. Um, so you don't go in and, and make that big mistake at the dealership. Well, say you do make the mistake. One thing that educators can help with is that refinancing to bring your percentage back down. So that's something that say you didn't have the chance to do that immediately. You can once you're able to, because I know that there's a grace period between when you can refinance, but a year, is it? Actually, there's no, there is no, you can refinance a lot of dealerships. Dealerships will tell you that. They say, oh, well, because if you refinance within the first, I want to say it's about 30 days or 60 days, they get charged back whatever profit that they made when you got the loan. Does that make sense? So, oh, no, it's making sense because so, they told me yeah. we couldn't. I mean, they told them that we couldn't refinance. I mean, they told them that they couldn't refinance yeah. for a year. No, no. You can refinance right away. So you could literally leave the dealership and go, I think we just made a big mistake. You could come over to the credit union and get your get your car loan at a much better interest rate and pay off that other financial. I'm on my way to the credit union. See? I mean, Perfect. don't you mean they're on their way to the credit union? I mean, yeah, they're, they're on their way to the credit union. <laughs> yeah. Brett Nielsen, Business Relations Director, Educators Credit Union. Brett, is, is there anything else that you think our listeners should know? I mean, I feel like we touched on quite a few things. Um, I really appreciate you answering a lot of these questions because I genuinely had real questions about these things because, again, kind of like the doctor and the dentist, sometimes I just kind of leave it be. I don't want to even look at it. I don't want to see it out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. But that's not how we should be. You know, you, you got to be realistic with yourself and your situation. Correct. You bet. I mean, having a relationship is is key. You know, knowing where you're at, having a relationship with your financial 
you know, having that uh, communication yes. is, is just, uh, it's, it's great. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Brett. We Thank appreciate you. 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 And we appreciate Educators Credit Union for helping us celebrate Financial Literacy Month by bringing in some incredible guys to come and teach us about all things financial. Again, that was Brett Nielsen, Business Relationship Director at Educators Credit Union. We thank you again, and hopefully we get to talk to you again. I'm hoping we do this again next year Indeed. for the next Financial Literacy Month. We'll be back, we, need a, we need a whole month. We do. Wait, or we not did have a whole, whole year. Month. We, oh, a we whole had year. a whole month. We need a whole year. <laughs> yeah, it's Financial Literacy Year every year. I like it. Me too. That's great. Appreciate you, Brad. Thank you so much. More of MKE in the Morning is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.